Välkommen till podcasten Bröllopsglädje, stället där du får tips och tricks på vägen mot drömbröllopet av mig. Mitt namn är er Amanda Kostetomsen och jag är bröllopsplanerare. Where do you even start when it comes to wedding, flowers, decorations, and how much and how little and where do they go and what type of flowers? There are so many questions that I receive when it comes to especially wedding flowers and decorations and how we do things. And today I have the pleasure of sharing tips and tricks and inviting you in on a conversation that I had with my very dear friend and very good partner that works with me on almost all our weddings amazing Ellis Hogan from Row and Raff. She shares her tips and tricks and we are sharing what we're working on. There's no secret that Ellis is a true magician with how she creates flowers. So make sure to jump in. Welcome. Today I have a very, very special guest and also a very, very dear friend and colleague that I've had the pleasure of working with for so many years in the wedding industry, Ellis. From Hi, <laughs> Welcome. It's lovely to have you back on the show again. How are you doing? Yes, I'm doing fine. Yes, uh, sleeping li- uh, so little, but uh, I'm fine. <laughs> Ellis just had a baby not so long ago, so she's on her second child and she's been on maternity leave for a couple of months, but I'm dragging her back again into the <laughs> wedding world and uh, shocking her all all lighters already with uh, <laughs> with wedding designs so she's super ready for uh, wedding fun yeah. and season it's a long season this year so uh, it's going to be very much fun are you excited yes i'm really excited really excited it's going to be really magical this uh, season with uh, well you already know <laughs> how much flowers we're going to show how much uh, different style and uh, yeah yeah we're definitely doing things we've never done before and that's super exciting and sometimes a bit scary but it's uh mostly fun and super demanding in a new way so we're thinking in other uh in other ways and to show you once we can so um Ellis, I've had so many questions from followers and from people that listen to the podcast. And I think one of the things that kind of go through is like, where do you even start with weddings? Like, where do you, uh, I mean, when you and I work together, that's a bit different because I design the wedding, I come with some ideas and then you have like the free creative space to come up with your magical flower or floral pieces but when someone comes to you as a florist, like where do you even start with them? How does that process work? Well, the process is quite simple. They go to my website and, and then I have a couple of questions in there. So then I receive the email and, uh, and I can see what they wanted uh, a little bit. So then I will send to them a, a, a proposal uh, where they can have a look uh, around um, packages or solutions that they can have. 
And after that, we can uh, we can have a meeting and talk about details and uh, and uh, colors and those kind of things. Um, if they are really comfortable and happy, so I can continue with the design of the wedding. Uh, well, no, the wedding, the wedding flowers. So I can start to to looking for those uh, type of flowers that is better for them, the right flowers, uh, depending on the style, and then uh, uh, helping them to 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 guide them a little bit more with the flowers and the place where they're going to have the wedding. So they can they can have uh, a little extra, not just deliver the flowers. So they have uh, extra for that as well, and the table set. So the point is that when you use Ellis as a florist, you don't use her as a florist alone because she's such a creative and fun person to work with so the bonus is that she looks at the whole room what's going to happen so she works as a person that also decorates and you do have a team on your day that also decorate with you if someone books you in for flowers of course because sometimes it's uh, it's those little details that i of course as a bride they don't know that takes so much time uh and then, uh, of course, I have my team who help me to set the tables because it's, we need to do the flowers, we need to do the set the tables, the candles. There is so much little details that you can, uh, you know, you have it on the table um, that uh, you need the help, definitely. Definitely. So... The, the bonus is that if you don't have a person that can be there on the day and you need a person that decorates and also does unique wedding flowers, Alice is your girl. She really has a super amazing team and they work super fast. They take care of everything that has with the decoration part and they also do beautiful, stunning pieces. So can you give an example of something that has taken longer time than you have thought for example I remember like when we did this flower background for a couple it's not so long ago actually you were three people working on it for like two or three hours yes it was yes it was exactly I think it was four hours in there and even though that you have a three person just uh, uh, put the details on the on the table um uh, those those uh, backgrounds and those installations that take so much time and you need help as well for uh, uh, clean the flower, uh, the tools, and uh, if it's big arrangement, you need to have persons in there to to help you. And um, in another house, for example, uh, that takes you know how long it takes to just put the names on the table. That is 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 such a uh, people believe that it's such an easy job, but it takes time. Is to place them in the right order and and put it on the table and see that um, all the, the if it, all the details are well take care. In there is when where you get the impact of the beautiful table set. You know, so yes, takes the time to do a flower installation. <laughs> 
And, that, and so that's the bonus, you know, have extra hands and have extra people that can do that job because it really is worth it and it becomes a very unique piece in, in, in a room. And one of the questions are also like, if you have a tight budget, like what are your tips on what to be prioritized? Yeah, that is uh, actually, that is a, a, a something that I want to teach more of the brides to spend the budget in, uh, spend the budget in, in pieces that get impact in your eyes and in the photos that will be, say, something with your flowers. So for me, um, I have a solutions for the brides is those uh, big flower arrangement that you can put it in a vase in the church And then you can, you can bring it back. Do you have someone to maybe, uh, cousin, <laughs> maybe someone that can help you to bring it back to the place and then they can have that big decoration in the, in the venue. And uh, also as well, I really, really recommended the flower arch and the big installations. For me, it's like a must. In a wedding, uh, if if you the uh, if it, the flowers are so important for you, so uh, the flowers will save a lot in the room. So it's it's a combination of uh, everything. Uh, so decorations is going by hand with the flower and the flower with the decorations. So they needs to be together, but to get. Uh, get arrangement that saves a lot that uh, when you get inside the room that you say wow yeah that is really nice so and my other suggestion is like if you if you're really tight on budget and you can't afford to have uh, a blomstebua like a background behind you then use those from the church and you can put them next to you so you have them as your background because remember that most of your pictures are taken from like your belly up uh, during dinner so you know what you have around you during dinner is very important that it's very beautiful so you don't sit in front of a door that is with like a green blinking light that says like exit on the top of your head you know exactly, exactly. <laughs> those details are uh is what will kind of make uh those little kind of help you tell the story of you and being very personal in a in a bit more intimate way and so if you don't if you're not able to have also flowers in the church then i would really prioritize some very beautiful less um flowers but beautiful flowers so yeah like for example if you if you're gonna have five or six round tables for example if it's a wedding of 50 people and then you have maybe okay say eight six seven round tables and one and one long table then have maybe two flower installations on the long table but make sure that they are visible relatively close to the wedding couple and also have one beautiful flower piece on each table and a lot of candles um because that will kind of weigh up for it, so it doesn't look empty but but prioritize it to be a bit more beautiful a bit more exclusive flowers instead of having very very much of something 
but it's not a pretty bouquet when it's put together. Yeah, I'm, I'm agree with that. And and also it's like uh, the main table. So if he, if he, you don't have a budget to put it around all, all the rest of the table, um, you can do that just for the main table to have a two beautiful flower arrangement on the main table. And, um, and of course, uh, because sometimes people focus as well in like, uh, for example, uh, oh, can I have uh, two or three flowers in here? Two or three flowers in there. And, and in here you need flowers and in there you need flowers. You know, sometimes they disappear in, in a lot of stuff uh, or colors or things that they are around in the room. So I think he, uh, my best advice is to just focus in flower arrangement. The, as you say, like a beautiful flower arrangement. Uh, feel them and and then we'll save a lot in the room definitely and the flower bouquet of course oh yeah the bridal bouquet that's right the, yes the bridal bouquet is uh, is the masterpiece as well because it's going to be in almost all the photos so yes so I think if, if we're going to conclude it with something so if you can't afford to have installation and flowers in the church that you can move or having a background behind you as a couple make sure that the background behind you during dinner is clean and beautiful yeah uh, and then also prioritize a bouquet that is beautiful on each table and also prioritize a very beautiful wedding bouquet don't prioritize you know all these extra buttoniers all these extra Exactly. Uh, you know those small bouquets for your uh, best best man, best lady. You know what? What's it the called? Right again? Sorry. Right Thank you, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, head is it's been a long day. <laughs> but yeah, so the point is, you know, don't prioritize all these extra things: flowers on the bar, flowers on the end in the entrance, flowers here, flowers. Just make sure that the actual pieces that you have are beautiful. And uh, that will actually make a room stand out. Yeah, that is uh, complete. I'm completely right. So you are completely right. <laughs> I love how you said that. <laughs> Thank you. I think we both agree that we're both. Uh... <laughs> well, anyway, I was reading one of the questions that they have in there. So yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Um, some people are asking, like, what are typical prices and I always find prices very difficult to kind of say, you know, it's exactly this or it's exactly that. But because, you know, when you price a car, you price it in different prices. So when we do big weddings, it demands a lot of flowers and that costs money. That's like the easiest yeah. <laughs> answer. But to put like two lines on under what that costs and where that starts, that's very depends on flower type you know size the style uh, everything and and uh, and of course it's really hard to say because it's like people wants to just have a four flower arrangement one bouquet so it's different price for everyone and and the amount of the flowers as well so something that is suit to um, one person is not going to be the same for another one. And some rooms, that is another tip <laughs> that I can give you, is 
if you don't have too much budget for the decoration, trying to 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 choose a room that doesn't need too much decoration. So try to 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 rent the location that can be easy just for with a few flowers and 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 it will look spectacular. So that is uh, another thing that people need to consider. Mm. That is so true. Yeah. So do you have any tips for flowers that are in season in June? There is one that is yeah, super but popular. In June, you can actually, because in Norway, of course, uh, um, in Norway right now, in Oslo, you have a, such a beautiful growers uh, growing flowers right now, and you can find a lot of beautiful flowers. But I would say 70% of the flowers that they are selling in Norway is from a port. So it's, it's from outside. It's, it's coming from uh, Holland. It's coming from Africa. It's coming from uh, South America. It's coming from Colombia. Uh, particularly, I buy the m- most of my flowers. It's, it's coming from Colombia, Africa, and Holland. So it's, it's difficult to 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 say what you can find in Norway since that it's coming from another country but in June it's an easy season to buy flowers it's super easy because you have most of all the flowers in there Um, but the most common you have roses you have it the whole year you you have the uh, peonies are in June. Yes, right. Peonies are in June. <laughs> that was what I was thinking about. <laughs> it's the most common flower to ask it. Do you have it? And that um yeah, and it's a very beautiful flower. Yeah, it's it's amazing, beautiful. You, it's the the flowers say a lot, and it's uh, dress up really, really rom- in romantic way. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. So in June, you can find uh, um, Scaviosa, uh, you can find uh, Lysianthus, you can find Roses, you can find or um, some some Hortensias uh, is coming in as well in June. Um, it's not the season for them, but yes. Uh, and uh, so you can find a lot of type of flowers in June. It's more open and more that is when it's coming the winter time it's closing up a little bit the options for the flowers but uh, in June you you have really big uh, options to choose that's true so do you have any tips if you're a bride and you want to make your own bouquet like what where do you start how do you put it together Yes, um, I will say that the most easy bouquet to do it is uh, when they are choosing uh, one type of flower. And if the bouquet is uh, symmetric, if it's around, I will say that it's the most easy to apply or, or somebody that they ha- never have been working with flowers. So it's the most easy way. Because you need to know how to place the flowers and how to hold the flowers. So um, yes, that is that is one bouquet that I will recommend it to do it. But uh, anyway, I, I will have my online course really soon, so I will teach you. 
<laughs> Actually, the course is going to be how to do your wedding yourself. So I'm going to teach in um, how to do your wedding so you can do your wedding bouquet. Because the wedding bouquet have the tricks, you know, to have the, to don't look, the flowers doesn't look messy or tight around um, that is a technique that you need to have it to, 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 to let the flower uh, show the beauty, you know? So, um, to, to them, to all the flowers doesn't look compact and, uh, yes. So it, it, it is a little bit difficult. Of course you can be at home. Don't try just once <laughs> that is my recommendation don't do the bouquet one day before <laughs> your wedding day so try before <laughs> two or three times <laughs> and then you do your wedding bouquet but if it's one type of flowers and it's a round bouquet i'm sure that we'll manage to do can i tell you a secret well yeah. it might not be a very big secret but i did that on my wedding day yeah, all the flowers arrived and I found the bouquet and it was so big and I didn't have time to look at all the flowers the night before because I felt like we were running everywhere and I was so exhausted and when I saw it on the wedding day I took a pair of scissors and I cut it and my mm. mother was like looking at me from the side going what on earth are you doing you're getting married in like an hour and oh, I was like yeah, yeah. oh no 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 no! this is fine and then I took yeah. a ribbon you know like a, a ribbon from my yeah. hair like a horse trick. oh my and I tied it around at the bottom and I was like hmm and then I like tightened it a bit because <laughs> it was so big and it was hanging yeah beautiful flowers very beautiful bouquet but it was um uh, this is many years ago, so you know it wouldn't have been the same now. But the the point is that I found it too big, and I'm very short, and I'm very small, Aww. so it was too big for me, you know. Yeah. So I just had to tighten it a bit and cut it off a bit. I oh, yeah, at least you should have yeah, seen it. Yeah, because yeah, of course you, you were so lucky because the bouquet you cannot open it and then try to take out flowers because they are uh, they are inside the bouquet in some kind of way they will be short if you want to longer so uh, you cannot destroy a bouquet <laughs> don't do that that's a very that bad idea one of the questions that i always if i'm not meeting the bride i'm asking the bride how tall the bride it is so this is really important when you are doing a, a bridal bouquet you need to know you need to know the body shape you need to i always ask my brides as well like can you can i see the wedding dress some of them are open, some of them are not, but in there I will have an idea. And I I imagine the bouquet with that uh, that dress. And, and then I can see the shape of the bride and then I can say, okay, I can go a little bit bigger. I can go a little bit smaller. If it's she's tall, of course, yes. And, and I'm super... <laughs> I'm super short. So when I'm doing the bouquet, I say, okay, this is big for me. It's right for her. <laughs> oh, that's a very sweet way of so, saying it. It is really important, actually, because for the photo, if a bouquet, if you make the mistake for the bouquet that can be big, will eat you up. Exactly. Yeah, so on the photos, you will see, so what do you want to show, the bouquet or the dress? So, he, of course... Two years ago, the bouquet, the massive bouquet, the big bouquet, it was 
old fashioned. So that was okay because uh, Bryce, it was more in the Bohemian style and everything. But now you need to be a little bit more careful the size of a bouquet. Um, and, and the brides want to show more the dresses and, uh, yeah, um, I'm not that big fan of a huge bouquet. No, <laughs> no, I agree. And I also think it takes away a lot of the attention that, yeah. is, you know, naturally centered around the bride. So I think bride deserves to have that light and not necessarily an, a huge bouquet that takes a lot of, you know, yeah. I love it. Yes. And yeah, it takes attention. So yeah, and you don't need to like get thousands of stems in a in a in a bouquet. So yeah, to 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 look beautiful. Yeah, exactly. So, but do you have any typical like trends that are coming now for weddings when it comes to flowers? I'm thinking about you know table flowers or or floral bouquets or even even the blomst de bouquet that will go in the background i like how we speak like this yeah. english language i'm sorry <laughs> yeah no it is okay um yes um the sad uh, thing that the bride is going to her this yes um eucalyptus will not be included in this year it's been around for some time. Yes, it has been around, and I think it's a really beautiful greenery. Uh, and it's still, of course, you can use it, but it's not the main thing. It's not like um, you're going to show a lot of them. So right now, the 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 trend or the most common weddings that is coming, they are coming clean, a lot of flowers. Um, modern, uh, classic, yes, classic is always is going to be, but it's going to be with a little bit of twist of the modern uh, side. So needs to have a little twist to don't doesn't look like a star wedding from I don't know two thousand and one. <laughs> Or 1995. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's even worse. So it's coming with the clean and it's coming a lot of colors as well. Surprise me that it's coming a lot of colors. But uh, of course, I always think it about that. If you go um, too, too trendy <laughs> for the year and everything, you are risky as well. This is your wedding photos. So... Um, just thinking about oh why you was using that oh no was on fashion that <laughs> that so I think you need to go as well you can be crazy of course but uh, the safe side as well is uh, really nice. I mean every year there's like a Pantone color that comes out and this yeah. year's color is for example just to give an example is. Um, 17-3938 if you if you check out this number uh and you put it into whatever you'll see that it's actually a combination of a blend of red and blue um and it's supposed to kind of display like a carefree confidence and daring curiosity that animates our creative spirit and this kind of opens up a lot of doors 
in in the meaning of it but if you look at the color and you're not a person that really likes purple then don't don't use you know a color that is not your yeah type or your that is you just because that happened to your colors you know it's it's so you have to you have to try and sit down and and this I teach in the course that you have to sit down you have to think about what is you like who who are you like what do you like and which colors is it that defines you and if you kind of put yourself into a color like are you more of a pink are you more of a yellow or do you not like colors you know you can do it in white you can do it in green so you don't have to fill it with stuff it's your wedding day and even though we talk about trends and we talk about what's coming and and our style it doesn't really change but it evolves so we create a timeless and a unique wedding for every couple because none of the weddings that we do together are are like two of the same and we can we can do the same colors we can do the same plates we can do the same but it will never be too no never you know it's it's impossible because that's not how we design because we design for each client so it's just so I think it's very important that you try and figure out who you are what you want and also try and uh, sorry (laughs) also try and define like what is it that you want on your wedding day? Yeah, that happens to me definitely. You, you you say something that is really important. Don't use a color that is no you don't like it or doesn't identify you. I use yellow in my wedding. Can you believe it? <gasps> yes. You are not a yellow. Yeah, I use yellow because it was the color of the fashion that moment. And then when I see some of the photos right now, I say, ah, yeah. Mm. Why I use yellow if I'm uh, I'm really pinky? (laughs) So am I. So it is, um, no, it was in that moment. So, of course, I love to work with any type of colors. I'm open. I love when when the couple is coming with the new ideas and everything. But that, like you say, it was the clue. It's, 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 it is needs to identify you. Otherwise, you will get tired of the photo. Yeah. That is so true. Your memory is your wedding. <laughs> yeah, and you want to eat and... And I think the whole point is that uh, when Alice and I create weddings together, we create them timeless, elegant. So you can always look back at your wedding and think you don't look back at it and say, oh, that's how it was in the 80s or that's how it was in the 90s. It's something that's timeless. timeless. Yes. You know, it's something you can look back at and always think that was beautiful. Yeah. Not because it was beautiful at that time, but it's because it was beautiful to you and also because it was you know, timeless designed. So when, when thinking about, we've had a lot of questions about how do you decorate a tent? Yeah. So, and this is, this is a big one. So it's very difficult to kind of, because we can have thousands of ideas, but (laughs) if we're going to shorten it down, Alice, what would be your top tips? For a tent? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, in a tent, you can do a lot of things. So we can like canvas. Like, what do we paint? Sometimes <laughs> it's like, oh, you can have that, and you can uh, because you can use a lot of different things because of the color of the walls and the ceiling and everything is so clean. It's like uh, when you have a frame completely in white. So let's put the colors and things in here. But uh, I will say that I like uh, in a tent of the hanging uh, installations. I think that is a super cool thing. I know that it's not easy <laughs> because they, the big installations, it's not easy. But uh, green as well in a tent is really beautiful. Pop up really nicely. Very beautiful. Yeah. So I, I, I think so. Uh, in a tent, you can do that with a, a look of green. And uh, if you want to hang uh, big installations hanging, I think that is uh, something that I could do. Yeah. And also, I think other tips is like, remember that, decoration is not necessarily you know just the flowers or just the color of the napkins yeah. but it's all about trying to figure out and kind of look into how what is it that I want to experience when I go into this room yes yeah. so you know for us it's all about designing an unforgettable experience and you doesn't matter which color the napkin is it just has to be a cohesive experience. So think about lights, think about candles, think about how you hang them, what you do with them. Think about how you enter, how you go out, how you walk through. Like, don't like put the chairs in front. You know, you want to have enough space to be able to walk through. So think about your plan drawing. I can talk about this for hours. So I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the point is that it's it's not necessarily just the green you know it's it's the whole experience that you walk into and and the flowers don't underestimate what flowers do to a room it's such a huge bonus and it lifts the room it elevates it it does that extra thing that is very very unique for flowers so choose your flowers wisely that's very important yeah and that is a good point about the flowers as well. Um, sometimes I can have a, such a beautiful flowers and and then I deliver them and then I see the tables that is not really nice. So another tip, take care of your the napkins, take care of the stationery, take care of the candles color. Take care of those little details because that says a lot. That talks a lot when you are putting the flowers because the flowers, it's like I say in the beginning, you know, everything comes together. So it doesn't need to be the most expensive candles. doesn't need to be the most expensive napkins and those kind of things. Those details says a lot. Even the plate. The plate. Definitely. Sometimes I see some plates in colors and everything, and then you want to do another type of flowers, and then doesn't match with the plate. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's sad sometimes when I see the such a beautiful flowers, and then you say the plate doesn't combine with the flowers or or the or the stationery, you know. So those 
type of details always needs to be taken care. Yeah. Yeah. I think if uh, you know a red a red thread as we say yeah. in Norwegian, you know, it has to everything has to kind of be combined together. Yeah. Do you have another question that they say is Carfolover also had a bouquet? What do you say what do you say, Alice? Do you think they need to? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you can put flowers everywhere. <laughs> I love the lover half a bouquet. It's beautiful. It is beautiful in the photos, actually. If they have uh, the bridesmaid and the maid of honor, if you want to have the person to help you and everything, and in the moment on the church, maybe they can just leave the bouquet for a little while and then help the the bride or or be one of the followers be holding the bouquet of the another one when she is helping the bride. But I think in the photos is such a beautiful uh, impact when they are holding something in their hands. So it's not not like a hand loose it's just like a really beautiful frame i love it i recommend it but if he, if the follower doesn't feel comfortable to have it it is okay um but that is my recommendation in the photos looks amazing <laughs> it really does and also button ears knappehulsblomster in norwegian and you know a very we did something very interesting last year. I asked Ellis if if she could make a corsage for mm-hmm. women. And Ellis was like, what? Are you going to make corsage? That's so last year. You know, Amanda, <laughs> you're so old-fashioned. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm a, an mm-hmm. old woman in a young soul, an old soul in a young woman or something like that. But we laughed and Ellis created the most magical, beautiful little corsages. And they were, I'm sorry, we don't have any pictures of them, but they are like, they were made very beautifully very delicately like tied onto a silk ribbon yes so you put them uh on your hand but you can give for example one to the mother of the bride and one to the mother of the groom so when you have the picture and you have the parents that have a tiny little flower you have your bridesmaids that have or maid of honor that has you know some sort of flower if you can't have a maid of honor bouquet then take one or two flowers that are a bit bigger and put them together into just something very little just so they're holding something and then have also you know the best men or other people that are important to have something when you see the frame of this in the picture it really does make a difference. Yes. And uh, the most common question that I have as well is that who were the bottoniers? Who were in the man who is wearing them? And is, of course, the follower. <laughs> and, and, and I recommended the parents as well because this is the people that is going to sit if you have a long table and then they are having their own... Um, their own uh, boutonniere so that you can say in some kind of way that is special for you. So, yes, that is what my recommendation. Great. Those are amazing tips and super nice to have you sharing them with us, Ellis. We, we have so much. Or? Yeah, I was just going to say. Oh, we my can gosh. Talk, we can talk for hours. We should do another episode very soon. Yes. 
and uh, if you have any questions for Alice or if you want to know where to find her where can you find you Alice and uh, I have my own website website Rohan Raff and and I have an Instagram as well so you can find me around there and you can also call me Definitely. Thank you for all your amazing tips. There's no doubt that Alice has a magical touch with flowers, that she has tons of ideas and so much inspiration to share. It's been a pleasure having her here and I'm so excited to start the wedding season with her this year. We're traveling all around Europe and it's going to be so much fun. If you found this episode inspiring or if you want to hear more, make sure to press subscribe so you never miss out on an episode. I wish you a lovely day and I hope you make a magical one for yourself and maybe also for someone else.